In today's episode of Hannah's Podcast of Pondering, I will be talking about ADHD, nature versus nurture, and how Frankenstein's creature in Mary Shelley's book, Frankenstein, relates to ADHD. As a person with severe ADHD, I see how it affects my everyday life. Although it is a disorder I've had my whole life, I am still learning how to better cope with it and not let it hinder me from reaching my goals. It is not something that will ever go away, so I have had to learn to live with it. I interviewed teacher and mental health professional Lauren Gaiman to get some answers to some questions I've had my whole life. Segments of the interview will be heard throughout this episode. The first question I had for Ms. Gaiman was, do you believe that ADHD is something that you were born with and there's no changing it, or is it something that is developed over time? This was her response. Seems like what we are learning is that um, genetically, some people are predispositioned to 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 have this particular diagnosis. And, you know, it may be that some circumstances in life either cause the symptoms to be worse or cause the symptoms to be more uh, tame, but we do think of this as something that is based in the brain. After hearing her response, I decided to look into it more and discovered it is true that scientific research has proven that ADHD runs in families and it is a disorder that is genetically inherited from one's parents. While this is true, there is other factors that can affect the severity of the symptoms. The second question I asked Ms. Gaiman was, do you believe that one's upbringing and treatment at home growing up has an effect on the severity of the symptoms of the disorder? This was her answer. There's a growing field in the mental health field of people who research and study ADHD really work to figure out like how do we set people up for success when they're struggling with focus and attention. And the good news is that, um, you know, I, I think we are becoming a culture that understands that this is not about intelligence. This is not about capability. This is about there's one aspect of um, structuring one's life that can be a challenge. And so what ADHD couples have helped us to understand is that by providing a structured framework at home and developing skills and habits at home that show like, okay, how do you bring organization and structure into your life when it doesn't come naturally? How do you build those skills? Because it's not that they can't happen, it's that they it just takes some effort and work. That it does seem as though structure home can be an immense benefit to people who are learning to live with this diagnosis. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with that because as somebody who struggles with it myself, uh, I believe that if I didn't have the space or like treatment from my parents and just like help with like just being able to have a good space to do my work, um, I-, I would I wouldn't be able to succeed in school. I appreciate so much your ability to identify how valuable that is. And just being able to recognize that 
also suggests that as you become more independent and you're growing out of the home that's provided that support and structure, hopefully you'll carry it with you and continue to give it to yourself. Mm. And that's, that's how it can be really helpful. After hearing her answer, I decided to do some more research and came across an article titled How ADHD Sometimes Gets Worse, written by Dr. Brown, a clinical psychologist with a PhD from Yale University. One of the topics he mentioned in the article was children with ADHD who are repeatedly criticized slash punished for the behavior and actions they can't control can definitely be damaging to the child. This can cause them to be extremely frustrated with themselves because they don't understand why they act the way they do and haven't been diagnosed or given the help they need to understand and cope with the disorder. I experienced this firsthand from my teacher when I was young and undiagnosed. I remember how confused and frustrated I became with myself because none of the other kids were being treated like I was and none of them ever seemed to struggle like I did. I believe this topic relates to how Frankenstein's creature felt when Frankenstein abandoned him after creating him. The quote I am about to read that came from Frankenstein's Creature in the book Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, I believe adequately shows how the monster felt when he was abandoned and treated badly because of stuff he couldn't control, like his appearance. There was none among the myriads of men who existed who would pity or assist me. And should I feel kindness towards my enemies? No. From that moment, I declared everlasting war against the species more than all against him who had formed me and sent me forth to this insupportable misery. This reveals why Frankenstein's monster acted the way it did. It was brought into the world and abandoned immediately. When he went out into the world, people were scared of it because of how it looked. It was treated horribly as soon as it came out and had absolutely no guidance and no knowledge about anything. I truly believe if it had been treated better and given a chance, it would have never been bad. I think everyone is a blank canvas when born, even people with ADD. It all just depends on how one is treated and guided while they are growing up and young. Although ADHD is something that can make life a lot harder, it can be manageable if one is provided with the knowledge and tools to deal with it. Being born with ADHD is nature, but how one is able to deal with it is nurture. I would like to end this episode with some wise words from Miss Gaiman. I think at the very foundation, what we have to build everything off of is learning to see this diagnosis not as a deficit, but as, okay, there's just certain skills that I'm going to have to work to develop and hold on to and habits that I have to make sure that I carry with me. I think one of the most devastating things is when a student starts to believe that this diagnosis is going to hold them back from achieving whatever it is that they want for themselves in their lives. And if we don't hit that very thing head on, school is going to be miserable. Life is going to be challenging. There's going to be it's going to be filled with vulnerability shame and self-doubt and I think at the, its core we have to recognize that this is not going to get in the way of living a extremely fulfilling and meaningful life thank you so much for listening